The Holy Gospel, according to St. John, the twelfth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave, him, gave a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume, but Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal what was put into it. Jesus said, Leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good. I've got a question. What is your most prized possession? Or what's the thing you have that you like the most? Finn. Gems. Say it again. Gems. Gems. Ooh. I didn't know you had any gems. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Everything. Everything. You like everything. I like that mentality. I truly, truly do. Anthony. Books. Nice. You have a lot? Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> you have a lot. But what's at the top? One of the things at the top of the list. What are the two? A friend? No, French horn. Oh, French horn. Oh, okay. French horn and an iPad. Nice. Can I tell you what one of mine was growing up? All right. I had a toy metal tractor. It was red. It didn't have a cab. It was just like the one that my dad used when he was on the farm. I tell you what, I made that tractor go everywhere. I had a little plow in the back and I'd cultivate the carpet, but the carpet was old so the plow gets stuck and then you have to go backwards again. Uh, I'd make it go up and down the slide. I'd make it go up and down the stairs, but I got yelled at a few times for that. But it was one of my prized possessions. And the story we have today, Jesus is sitting eating dinner and when a a woman comes, a woman he knows, comes and does something very strange. She takes a pound of perfume, 
that was worth almost a year's wages. So work for a year, then you have enough money to buy this. Put it all over Jesus' feet. Does that seem weird? Good, it should. And then she had long hair and she wiped up the perfume, a pound of it, with her hair. Does that seem weird? Good, it should. Now, some of the disciples said, that's worth a lot. You could have sold it and give money to the poor and typically that's a good idea. But Jesus says no. For a moment, this is good. Mary, the woman who did this, took one of her most prized possessions and shared it with someone. Shared it in a way that was very caring towards Jesus. As Jesus said, it prepares him for his burial, for his death. A week, less than a week later, Jesus did the same thing. Jesus had his 12 disciples around him and he washed every one of their feet. In the same way Mary washed his. Now he used water and he used a towel instead of his hair. But the feeling was the same. Jesus found the best thing that he had seen in a while and shared it. Imagine if I'd said, you have to take your prized possession or your prized possessions and share them. How would that make you feel? You have to share your French horn, Ava. Do you want to? Yeah. I felt the same way about my tractor. I didn't want to share it. I got in a lot of fights because I didn't want to share it. But this is what's so great about God. God doesn't hold back. Every single day of our lives, God looks at the best that God has and says, I want to give this away. I want to share it. Every single day. And he shares it with me and you and and the whole world. One of the places we see that sharing is at communion. And we receive body and blood, bread and wine. So today, when you're receiving those things, or when you see others receiving those things, I want you to look at the bread and look at the wine, and I want you to see God giving the best things to us. God's own self. The prized possession. Does that make sense? Should we say a prayer? Let's pray. God, we're thankful. We're thankful for our prized possessions. We're thankful for sharing. And we're thankful for the way that you give us the best things. Help us to be better sharers. Help us to receive good things graciously. And in the midst of it all, God, stay with us. Us and the whole world. Keep giving us these good things. Thank you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. There you go. You're okay. Thank you.
The basket overflows. There you go. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My favorite, favorite, favorite cookie growing up was a chocolate chip cookie. My favorite, favorite, favorite cookie growing up was a chocolate chip cookie made with my great-grandmother's recipe. Minnie Haney. Now, you could see the original recipe that Minnie Haney had written out for my grandmother, Norma Haney. And it was altered by Norma Haney and then given to my mother, Linda Siebert. And it was altered a little bit more and given to me. Now, it was originally called chocolate chunk cookies because they didn't make bits at that time. It was originally calling for a lot of lard that we didn't have on hand, so you use Crisco instead. But even with all these alterations, these were the best cookies. And so, when it came time for me to go into school, and my teachers told me that when it was your birthday, you were allowed to bring in treats for the class, should you so choose, every time. My brother and I would say, Mom, you're making cookies. And she was happy to do so. Now it became kind of fun because Mom got to be known in the classes. I remember distinctly one day my friend said, Hey, Mom, hey, hey, hey Ben, your mom's out in the hall. I'm like, How do you know my mom? He's like, She makes the cookies. <laughs> well, there you go. Now, as you probably know, when a child eats a very, very good cookie, they tell people. And so my friends told their parents, and their parents asked my mom for the recipe. And here's the catch. It was a treasured family recipe. Treasured family recipe. Now, after years of asking, I remember, I think I was around the eighth grade, and my mom had a serious thoughtful discussion with me and my brothers and with just about anybody that would ask or listen about whether or not she should share this recipe. Because it was treasured and it was from her family. But then there's more to it than that. There wasn't a lot else that she was known for at the time. It was something very valuable and being the one who can make the cookies is nice. But after a long amount of conversation and a long amount of thinking, I remember it distinctly. I remember her getting those little, like, recipe cards that she had. I remember her using a blue Bic pen, and she wrote out the recipe three times. I gave it to my friends. They gave it to their parents. And cookies abound. I was very, very proud of my mom that day because she had decided that what had been entrusted to her should be shared. And that's not an easy decision, but I still believe to this day it was a good one. I think the text that we have for today is similar. The text that we have for today begins with Jesus six days out from the Passover 
eating and drinking with the people that he's very, very close to. Lazarus and Mary and Martha. With this family, he has already raised the dead, but also with this family, he has already wept, and he has already laughed, and he is already deeply connected to. And so with this family he's connected to, he goes there, he eats, and Mary does this amazing and extravagant and, quite frankly, out of the ordinary thing. Takes a year's worth of wages of perfume, spreads it over his feet, the smell fills the room, and wipes it with her hair. And we have this little dialogue that's easy for us to get caught in, right? Judas says, sell it, give it to the poor. The narrator says, Judas is just being selfish. And then Jesus says, no, she has saved this for my burial. But that's not where the story ends. Because less than a chapter later, in John 13, and less than a week later, in that same week. And quite frankly, if you know Nard at all, the smell would still be on Jesus' feet, and the smell would still be in Mary's hair, and the smell would still be filling that room long after. But with the smell still in the air, Jesus bends down and washes his disciples' feet. Jesus bends down and cleans each foot of his disciples with water and a towel. And I have got to think that Jesus took this act that was intimate and daring and incredibly beautiful and gave it to his disciples knowing that he needed to anoint them too. Both for their own death and for their own service in this world. This is who God is. God is the one that walks and talks with us. And when God encounters the best that life has to offer, God gathers it up and then gives it freely to us and to all. God takes the best things that God can find in life and says, this is for you. God takes the chocolate chip cookie recipe, copies it down for everyone in the world so that cookies may abound. In communion, today, we'll have bread and we'll have wine. Now, it might not be the best bread that you'll ever eat. That's okay. It's the best that we have today. And it's most certainly probably not the best wine you're ever going to drink. But that's okay. This is the best wine we have today. And we will take the best bread and the best wine we have and we will break it and we will pour it and we will say the best is for you. This is God and God is given to you. This is life, and life is given to you. This is grace and mercy and forgiveness, and they are given to you, and they're given wholly and fully and without end to you. This is the best.
God gives the best to you. This week, I want you to walk around like Mary with the taste of the best and the smell of the best and the words of the best ringing in your senses. Carry with you the bread and the wine. Not literally. I want you to eat them and drink them. But carry with you these things. And as you look throughout life, in your hardship, remember that God is with you and only wants the best for you. And as you see your prized possessions, look at them and I pray we have the grace to share those too. This is the best and it's given for you. God be with you. Amen.